Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. As the Miami Dolphins uh, complete their 2019 season, the first season under uh, new head coach Brian Flores, and uh, what an ending it was! Is this this is probably one of the bigger uh, Miami Dolphin post shows that we've had in in quite a while? Because there's an awful lot of news today. Uh, some really good, some not so good, and some pretty bad. Uh, so we're going to go through the whole gamut. But first and foremost, the Miami Dolphins go up to New England, and uh, they beat the Patriots in a game that the Patriots desperately needed because uh, this was the difference between the Patriots getting that bye and the number two seed and now happen to play on wild card weekend. So uh, not a last-minute uh, gimme game by any stretch. This was a major game, and the Dolphins basically outplayed the Patriots. Um, they came up flat, but the Dolphins were a big reason why they did. So um, we will discuss that. Ryan Fitzpatrick had a, a, a very good game, over 300 yards, touchdown, no interceptions, um, just an all-around great way to finish the season. Uh, there's there's no denying that. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll – see where this leaves uh you know this team i mean there was obviously a lot of a lot of promising things that we saw um sunday and uh and and you know question marks will remain now uh going into the the next season and so we'll see on that the miami dolphins today uh after this enormous uh victory um shake up the coaching staff in, in, in a very surprising move um the dolphins release or fire uh, offensive coordinator Chad O'Shea along with a couple of other coaches. And so that came as a big surprise um, for, I think, for everybody. And it's the first move that Brian Flores has really made, I think, that's, you know, uh, it has a real uh, exclamation point on it, and it's a little confusing. So, um, you know, we'll speculate on why that might have been and, and, and the reasoning for all that. Uh, and, you know, I guess go from there. Uh, on the bad side today, um, Dolphins cornerback Xavier Howard arrested uh, yesterday and uh, charged with uh, domestic uh, abuse. And so then uh, this is an, uh, a major um, storyline that's going on right now. Um, we have some details on it, but, uh, you know, obviously this is uh, no small uh, item here and um, you know we'll see where this kind of goes to but uh, you know the Dolphins have had some issues in fact recently 
Um, you know, they had uh, issues with, uh, you know, a running back being charged with uh, uh, domestic battery and, 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 and then released. And, and so when you see it now as a, you know, when, when a star player, I mean, arguably one of the Dolphins' biggest star players, uh, it's obviously it's a big thing. And, um, and so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll address that uh, as well. But, um, you know, you never like to see those kind of things. And, and, and certainly, uh, you know, the Dolphins' future now is a little bit more in order as far as draft picks as the Dolphins now will get the fifth pick in the draft. That's solidified uh, as well as the 18th pick now is the Pittsburgh pick. And then you'll still have the Texans pick. So a lot on the slate today. And uh, without further ado, let's get uh, Rich in here and, uh, and, and address some of this. Rich, I guess first and foremost – Let's start with the on-the-field play. Um, Miami Dolphins with a huge upset up in New England, a game that the, the Patriots desperately needed. Now they will not have that number two seed and a bye because the Miami Dolphins were able to finally get another victory out there. I think the last one was what you said, the Wildcat, right? Yeah, the one we went to in 08. That was the last time we went up there. It's crazy. Wow. That's a long time, man. We're going to have to wait this long for the next one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but this was certainly a long gap in between, right? <laughs> yeah. Unreal. You know, they're they're. I think they're getting 17 points to kickoff. That's a huge upset. Yeah. I mean, that's. I, I don't even yeah. think it's on the board in most places. I mean, that's just crazy. You know. To go up yeah, there I mean, when it, they it, need something. You know, I understand the last game of the year. You know, you most of the teams mail it in. They don't need to play anything, but they were playing for you know a, a first round bye. And to knock them out is so satisfying. Oh, it's great. It's yeah. absolutely great. But, you know, we never got to see Kraft's face, which I think is, you know, is basically taking away some of the luster. We didn't get to see it at the Miami Miracle last year, and we didn't get to see it yesterday. And I think we really you never get, do. Uh, hosed on that. <laughs> you, know? you never do. And I, I, I said last time, like, I, I remember there being an incident where something happened, and then they put a – him on the screen and he was pissed off about it and he fought with one of the stations and I'm telling you it's a deliberate thing that they will not no show question. him on a well, losing we, thing. We have to and see him high five and during the game every five minutes, right? Right. And, and they have no problem showing Jerry Jones at any time when they lose or he's miserable. Right. They 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 exactly. him out with a microscope. So it's really unfair yeah. that, you know, he should yeah. be able to somehow manage to to work that out, that he's not shown it. How many times did how many pandering. times did they go to Al Davis, right? When when he was when their teams are getting beat on national TV, right? They would go to Al sure, Davis every I mean, five it, seconds. Yeah. Pretty much everybody. I mean, you know, everybody. Yep. You, you know, that's a tie-in there, and, that, and that's why you know enough with the pandering with this team. I mean, it's ridiculous. They yeah. they shouldn't have it their own rules and, and and being able to do what they do. If anything, with all the scandals, uh, you know, that they've been under, it should be quite the opposite that they're still dictating, you know, uh, what goes on and, and and able to you know to to say when and where you know to television stations that they're going to allow it. And it, and it's an entire. Um, system that's been put in place, you know, the, the hierarchy, you know, Don Brady and all that. So, um, you know, it's no accident. It's no mistake, you know. And like I said, I, you know, I think that they know that they're not allowed to show them there. But, um, yes, absolutely huge victory up there. Um, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 
you know, great game. What a pickup. I mean, you even said it. And for you to say it, you know that, you know, this guy really had a good year for them. And you brought up, you know. It, yeah, it I was, ne- I was never a fan team. of this guy. Yeah, I was never a fan of this guy. And I, I really got to, you know, he's a, a lot better than I ever thought he was, you know. And, and you know what yeah. he re- really, really stopped doing? He stopped turning the ball over. He did. You know, I was that, expecting, that was a, you know, I figured that him. we were going to get one of the, of the you know, the, I figured we were going to get the five turnover games, you know, consistently, and we didn't yep. get that this year. And that, no. You know, I would think that that's a deliberate, you know, on his part and working, you know, to, to do that. And you know what, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I mean, when you look at the, the quarterbacks in this league, and there's a lot of bad ones, you know, he's somewhere oh, in that mid-range. Uh, yeah, and, and, and so, you know, this is something that, you know, the Dolphins really have to take a breath here and say, you know what, we do have a quarterback, and a quarterback that's better than most, you know, they're not winning the Super Bowl, you know, in the near, no, you near don't future. Have to, so. You don't have to reach for a quarterback this year. That's, you know, I said that all along. Right. You know, you, you have, you have right. two, multiple first-round picks next year also. So if – if something doesn't happen where somebody drops that you're in love with, you don't have to rush into this. You don't because, have to. you know, I think no. taking Tua, I think taking Tua at five is crazy with that with the hip issues. I mean, you're really right. taking a bad gamble there. So I think you know you wait and see what happens. You know, that's all. You know, you you can build yeah. your team. You got enough draft picks. You can play games next year. You know. You sure do, yeah, so, and 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 the fact that they now have know, this guy you know, definitely what they're, they're feeling helps them what their in their hierarchies. Going to do, yeah. you know, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah it, it, like you said, it gives them it gives them a step to to sit back and you know you can make some decisions now without the panic mode, you know, going in full force. Yep, absolutely. What do you think about the and the, the uh, coordinator getting yeah. fired? Well. Uh, really, it came almost, you know, uh, almost shocking, like after a huge win like this. And let me say one thing, too. I happened to hear the Tom Brady uh, interview um, uh, that he does for one of the radio stations up there. I guess he's under contract, so and he has to do it. And so I heard yeah. the, the interview up there, you know, and, you know, he was talking about, you know, they were talking about so many coaches and how, you know, you know, do they know, does Brian Flores know you inside out because he was there? And he said, listen, he goes, there's so many of our coaches now around the league, you know, that know our, you know, our, our, our system and, and everything that we do. And he started naming, you know, obviously Flores, and then he named uh, Bill O'Brien. And, and there was like five of them, you know, that were out there that, that you know, that he named, uh, obviously um, – you know they're 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 playing the Titans, um, so uh, uh, you know they're going to have um, uh, what's his name the um, the head coach of the Titans, Vrabel, uh, Vrabel, who's uh, an expatriate, and 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 then but the point why I'm bringing this up now is because uh, he named Chad O'Shea, and I I, I kind of that slipped my mind. I forgot that that O'Shea was his first hire. Was a patriot. Yeah, uh, that was yeah, that was Flory's first hire. Now I have a theory why. Yeah, so do I, which, uh, you know, i get to you in a sec. But my point is, uh, you know, he goes up there, and, and, and this is Chad O'Shea, who was a, a member of the New England Patriots for a long time, you know, and, and to have him after this big win now fired. Um, you know, the only thing I came to my mind was Jim Caldwell, 
and I know that that's he's, exactly you know, what I was part say. of that. Oh, yeah. What, what, what Caldwell, you think that that's a possibility? I think he too, goes right? into like, that role next healthy. year, and that's it. Yeah, I think that's uh, why Caldwell was yeah. wasn't healthy. I think that's the only thing it can be. Like you know, and I think they let him go right away so he could you know land on his feet because Flores brought him here. So it's very it's a very strange thing. You know, I mean, look, I think our offense was atrocious in the beginning. They've had some definitely bad spots throughout the year. But they finished strong. And how do you blame a coach when there's nothing to coach? You know. Yeah, I think there was a lot. Yeah, there was more certainly. good things than bad. What he did with what he had. So I think it was very strange in that in that aspect. But you know, it's got to be because of Caldwell coming back. I mean, that's the only thing I can. Yeah, imagine. that's what I had thought too. The only thing that confuses me about that is that Caldwell was there when he brought him. So it's not like a new thing. You know, they both were there. Before Caldwell got sick, they both were there. Because Caldwell, yeah, Caldwell was, like was only there for like eight tire. minutes, though, right? It wasn't like announced as no. like the, the spot that he was gone? Yeah. He was announced, but then, he, and then Chad O'Shea came in, and they both coexisted, obviously before the yeah. season started. But, you know, they both coexisted. Well, maybe, maybe, you know, like maybe he, that's what Caldwell he, wants to do. Maybe he wants to take complete control over the offense next year. That's the only thing I can think I of. understand that. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I see that as a possibility. But, you know, like I'm saying, I think he hired O'Shea after Caldwell. And I think that was what Caldwell's first thing was going to be. So it's a little strange. You know, I, it, obviously we don't know the inner workings and how much of a shock it was to Chad O'Shea. You say he wanted him to be able to, to get, you know, a job quicker, which is, yeah, true, because I've even actually heard him, believe it or not, I've heard him on the very, very large list of people that are being interviewed for head coaching jobs, believe it or not. So, <laughs> you know, there obviously will be, yeah. yeah. So there obviously will, there, there's going to be a job for the guy. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, he'll, it's he'll, just he'll get very a job surprising. Of what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it just uh, I was surprised by that. And two other coaches gone as well. Um, you know, they got rid of their offensive line coach. Uh, Dave well, remember Guglielmo. he was a replacement. Remember, remember we fired our offensive line coach in training camp this year. Yes, they do. And then yes, they do. And then they brought yeah, him he was, in. He got, uh, well, he got promoted to that, and then they they you know they got rid of him. Yeah. So he's out, and uh, the safeties coach too, Tony Oden, uh, out. So um, you know, yeah, pretty pretty big that. shake up off of uh off of your best win uh, uh under his tenure by far, you know. So um, it's the right thing to do though. Yeah. If you're gonna let him go. You don't play games. You give him a chance to find another job. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. From that perspective, it certainly is. Um, you know, I guess we'll see how it all unfolds. And and I I don't know what the sickness is with Jim Caldwell too. I mean. Uh, you know, if health was an issue, is that completely going to be Well, he's resolved? been cleared now. Uh, he's been cleared by doctors to go back to work. So I, okay. I don't really know what was wrong with him either, but but he, he has been cleared. Okay. So, you know, I guess that's the direction that they will go in there. And, um, you know, uh, you're going to have him instrumental, I guess, in a lot of these drafts and moves that they make. And, uh, you know, we'll see – where that, you know, lays out as far as quarterbacking and stuff like that goes if Jim Caldwell does, in fact, come back and take over that role, um, which I don't have a problem with. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't, 
don't, I don't think that, like, you know, Chad O'Shea, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I didn't like a lot of the offense throughout the year, you know? So I'm not going to then now act like, oh, I loved it. I can't believe it after they, you know, come up with a monumental victory. I didn't hate it either, but, you know, I wasn't, like, completely enamored with it. So, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that mode. You know how I feel about Caldwell. I think if you have Jim Caldwell as an offensive coordinator, I know you don't like him as a head coach, but if you have him as an offensive coordinator, I think he's very good, you know. I mean, he's got a tremendous amount of experience. And, and yeah, he did coach a team, you know, to a Super Bowl, albeit you had Peyton Manning. I get that, and I get how much Peyton Manning, you know, coaches himself. But still – the experience there, you know, I, I think, you know, for an offensive coordinator, he can be very, very good. But, um, you know, a, a little bit of a strange occurrence there. And you wonder, you know, Rich, usually uh, today is, is what they call Black Monday, and we've done a lot of a lot of shows on Black Monday. And usually by this yep. time, we have, like you had said to me today, like around seven openings. I think there will be that many, but right now we only have two. Well, four if you count. The Redskins and oh four. Uh, well, yeah, it's the you know if you count the Redskins and the and the uh, Panthers, which is right? are they official now? There's something happening. Got two, yeah, got, I got know fired. Be. Oh no, I'm, yeah, the Redskins fired. Yeah, the Redskins fired Gruden weeks ago, and you know the and Carolina fired you know Rivera a few weeks ago. Oh. So four openings really. Okay, you know? well, there will be. But as of right now, yeah. Callahan is still the coach. He hasn't let him go in Washington. I know he will be fired. I'm yeah, sure. But I'm saying where's right, going to get that job? It looks fi- like it looks. It looks like it's a done deal. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, what? Well, well, you heard something even more that it's going to be a done deal? Yeah, it just it says they're just going over details. It's like they let uh, Allen go before they relieved him of his duties, right. and um, yeah, it looks like Rivera's got the job. Well, maybe so I, I guess they don't even, you know, they wanted show. to lock him up before the Giants even got a chance to speak with him. Smart move. It's a smart move. Yeah. That's the guy. That's the, you know, that's that's the job for him. Maybe maybe we should do a Redskins show next year because I kind of seen I, that I on that the they wall. Said that Jerry gotta... Jerry Jones is speaking with uh, Garrett as of now. So mm-hmm. I, I guess that's a you know clean out your office thing. I would assume. I, I can't imagine any yeah. scenario they bring him back. No, I think that, that you know, that's going to be a, an open spot. I think I think there's going to be seven. Like I said, right now, though, you know, there's officially two of them right now, and that's Freddie Kitchens was the first. He didn't even get out of the building, and then the Giants with Shermer uh, today. Right. So, uh, you know, um, and then, you know, you add those other two, and then, like you said, there'll probably be uh, another three of them at least added, uh, you know, onto that mix. And, and uh one of the, you know, big candidates I'm hearing for Cleveland is Josh McDaniel. Um, so that that'll be interesting with what went on with him last year with the Colts job, basically getting the Colts job and then uh, on on the eleventh hour turning it down, uh, and and you know going back to New England. Uh, so eleventh hour. Uh, how much like would the, that scare you that, up? Yeah. Well, he went out and hired coaches, so it wasn't even the eleventh yeah. hour. That was past midnight when he did that. Yeah, you know? I mean he he was hiring people. People took the job and then he bailed. That was bizarre. Yeah, it was. Uh, how much would that scare you? I mean, I still think he's going to get another job. You know, I was talking with uh, you know, don't you think he's been promised today about it? And I think that what they basically were saying was that you know people were like, well, how could you do that when he did that to them? But you know, the league is so 
basically self-centered, Rich, that if it's not done to you, like I don't think that Cleveland and their brass cares what they did, what he did to Jim Irsay and like, you know, that whole like, you know, uh, regime. You know what I mean? Like I, I think they could basically say, well, he didn't do it well, to me, so I don't care. I don't really, you know, look, if I, if I was in another owner, I, I wouldn't see – I don't even look at it like what he did to the Colts. I look at that he went out and hired coaches for himself. And they uprooted themselves and moved to Indianapolis, and then he bailed on them. So to me, that has zero character. You can't be hiring people to come work with me and talking them out of their existing jobs and then not going yourself. So to me, that has no character at all. Yeah, fair point. I, I think that's the lowest thing right you can do. Second and nine and throwing sideline, and he has the record. Irving Flyers on the catch, Dan Marino has now thrown for more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to Pat Catella's show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show, Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant. As we recap the Miami Dolphins' uh, dramatic victory over the New England Patriots to complete uh, their 2019 campaign and uh, five wins, um, which, you know, almost astronomical. When you look at, like, how this started, Rich, and you've been so critical of how they've dismantled this roster, you know, uh, to be able to kind of do this, Flores really, you got to tip your hat. He did a fantastic job this year. Yeah, he did a great job. I was, you know, I mean, the way they gutted that roster, you got to give him a lot of credit. You know, I mean, we had no running back at the end of the year. We were down to, like, you know, our last few receivers. I mean, the yeah. offensive line was patchwork. I mean, they did a very good job. Yeah, he did. You know, I, um, I, I give we'll the whole coaching staff credit, you know, because they, yeah. they were left with hardly any. I mean, look at the way we were getting blown out in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, that was, like, worse than an expansion team in the beginning of the year. Yeah, well, We were going to go down to, like, one of the worst around. teams in the history of the NFL in the beginning of the yeah. year. Think about but, that. Remember absolutely. the point differentials? You lost, Those point differentials are embarrassing. You lost 43-0 the last time you played, Rich. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. 43-0 yeah. the last time you played the Patriots. Yeah. You know, and now you beat them up there. I mean, that's a and you huge beat them? turnaround. You beat them when they need something? I mean, wow. That's That's, that's big. Now, yeah, whether or not, you big. know, they're going to be able to take the next steps and stuff like that, we'll see. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, the next step is the harder one. Um, but, you know, they got a lot of picks and they got a lot of ways to do it. And, uh, you know, so I guess we'll see how that all plans out. That's why, like you just said, you know, you just hit about the coaching staff. I think that's why it was so surprising that these guys all kind of got fired, like, immediately after that win, you know? Well, again, remember that the offensive line coach was a was – a, training camp promotion. So he really wasn't the offensive line coach. You know what I mean? They had a problem with him. They fired him. What's that? No, I, year, saying, I guess they weren't really happy what he did. You know, that was, yeah. a, it was an in-house promotion coach because they had a problem with somebody that was existing. So that doesn't surprise me as much as, as other people. And our offensive line was atrocious. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. You I know? can kind of see that. And, yeah. and you know, the Most safety really coach, I didn't even realize, I didn't even realize there was a safety coach. If you, if you know what I right. mean. Right. So I thought there was a defensive back coach. Too. I didn't realize there was a so-called safeties coach, you know? Right. Yeah, I, I didn't either. You know? Yeah, I, that's a good point. That's a very good point. You know? yeah. and, and, you know, and like I said, I think the Caldwell factor is huge with the other one, with O'Shea. You know, I, yeah. I think that that's a – it was probably a foregone conclusion made a long time ago about that. Now, I said today, you know, a lot of good news, but then ultimately some pretty bad news too in that, you know – um, we, we've had this earlier on with, uh, with our running back Walton as he, you know, had a domestic, uh, violence charge and was dismissed. But now today out of nowhere, Xavier Howard, um, you know, arrested and, and you have another domestic battery, uh, charge here. And, and it's very, it's in his very early stages. Um, you had told me that, uh, he, he not only had this go on, but then re-injured his knee in the arrest or something, correct? Yeah, he had to go to the hospital before he went to jail. And from the knee? From the knee, yes. Which is, you know, so I don't know if he did any more damage to it or whatever. He just had surgery like a week ago, yeah. Yep. Now, all the reports. That's a bad thing uh, because you can get suspended going into next year. 
Oh, certainly can. And then we'll have to see what comes about this. All the reports that I had heard was that he basically, you know, he, he, he pushed his, his girlfriend onto the glass door or something. But you had reported that it's even more advanced that there was actually bruises and marks or something. Yeah, he was grabbing her by the arms or something. There was bruises and scratches. But, you know, the bottom line is, you know, you know how how this league is, though. If you're a Walton or you're an Ocho Cinco on the border, you get cut. And if you're a star, they give you the benefit of the doubt, and they try to bring you back. You know how it works. Well, try to bring you back, but, you know, there's still going to be some pretty big ramifications. I mean, that's the reason. All the nonsense is not the reason Antonio Brown is not playing football right now. The reason Antonio Brown is not playing football is because there's a lot of domestic, uh, you know, things out there, and I think they're afraid of that. And, yes, Tyreek Hill and, uh, 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 you know, that was one that kind of – I don't know. What, what's the story with that? It, it basically, the, the woman's not testifying, so I think it just got washed away. So that one went away. But Hunt, you know, that came out, and you're right. There's a video. What did you get, eight games or something? Yeah, because of yeah, the but video. there was a video. That's, you know, I mean, you're going to get you that know, when there's a video, a.k.a. Yeah. Rice, you know? Right. Right. I mean, I listen. You never want to see any any kind of violence. It's very surprising too because no, I, I don't condone you know, it. He's, I'm it, just telling you, it's like you know the the better players get better treatment when it comes to this. You know, it's they're so you know they're so quick to denounce everything. But you know, God forbid if the guy has talent, then they make excuses. You know, which you don't want. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to see that. No, it's not. Happen. It's not consistent. You know. It shouldn't matter. It should not matter. The punishment should be the same for anybody that does that. that any violent, violence like that against a woman is, is a disgrace, and it should be handled the same way. Right now we're in the very early stages of it, so we really don't know what exactly is, you know, what went on. I, I just I'm think, not convicting you know, them. The, I'm the, just saying the, that they the, should handle, they should handle no, all no, the cases the same, meaning the punishment. You know, sure. they shouldn't be no, based on if you're good or not, you know. Sure, I got your point. Yeah, no, absolutely, I got your point. Um, what I was saying is, is you're very surprising because he's been hurt. And for anybody who follows Xavier Howard, uh, you know, you will, uh, you would uh, see that he basically he, he consistently posts all, you know, things with his with his, his kids and his girlfriend, and and it's you know like that's all he posts. You know, it's like this big happy family and and stuff like that. So that made it even more. Uh, alarming when you heard about you know this today because it, it just seemed like you know things were very copacetic you know in the Xavier Howard family for sure you know and of course anything could happen and you know but I, I just it was very surprising when I saw that because I think even recently you know with the Christmas thing and everything uh, I had seen some things that uh, that he had posted and you know I was you know very surprised, to say the least. You know? I say we can't even enjoy this win for twelve hours. It has to come up, right? It's no, just, no, it's no. totally amazing. The always got to be. There's always the, something. Always got to be in the news win. for the wrong reasons, right? It, it just always is. Even when you get, like you said, a big victory or whatever, it doesn't last yeah. long. You know, it's basically nope. the same news story. You got this popping up. So yeah, that's it's true, and it's a shame. It really is a shame. It's it's you know, but yeah. uh. That seems to be the case always with this team. There's no denying that, you know. Yeah. And, um, so we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, I saw getting back to the game itself. Um, uh, you know, I sh- I'm beginning to see a lot of 
new guys coming into form, and I, and I like a lot of what I'm seeing. I like the progress I'm seeing in Christian Wilkins, their first-round draft pick. I like that a lot. I'm starting to see him really kind of come into his own. I like Rowe, you know. I think that Rowe is, is, is really starting to play hard. And there's a couple other guys that have kind of fallen in there um, where I can see, you know, the basis of something, you know. And when you start getting some star players maybe around these guys, um, it, you know, it could be strong. Ironically, Rich, what I was going to say to you is I really like the secondary. And, you know, when, you, when Xavier and Howard would be plugged in there now, with what they have, you know, you might have like a really strong secondary. And, and so this is a big uh, wrench, you know, now in the mix. Yeah, no, I got you. Uh, you know, it definitely could be. I think Jones will be gone, though. Don't you agree with that? Oh, it's almost like I didn't even think he was still on the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I being serious. Like, he's been such a non-entity. Yeah. I, I think yeah. he's yeah. I think he's absolutely gone, and he's yeah. been a non-factor. Like I really forgot, like he was even there, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely going to be a change. I think you know, there, there's not many veterans left, but you know, the ones that are there, uh, you know, are going to have a hard time you know, staying around. Um, you know, the receiving core. You know, now, I mean, Devontae Parker really coming into his own. Another fantastic game. Um, a great signing to lock him up. Uh, you know, so I like that. I like that a lot. And, you know, with, uh, with uh, Preston Williams coming back, and, uh, you know, if he comes back healthy. Albert Wilson, I don't know what they're going to do with him. He's playing a lot better, you know, now. He seems like he's getting a lot more healthy. You still think that he won't be around? Because I know you were pretty adamant that he's gone. Yeah, I think he's gone. He's still there. I, I, don't, I don't think it, that with that salary he survives. But does he still have a big salary next year? What is his term? Like, what, where's that status go? I thought it was like over eight million or something like that, but I think he's got two years left. I think it goes eight and then it goes above ten. It's it's pretty high. Okay, so yeah. So, so I, I don't I don't like I, that, I can't but... imagine they keep him. I don't think he can. Right. You know, he, he, right? Has he played better? Sure, but he's a show of what he was last year. Yeah. I don't think he can yeah. take a chance. You know. I, not if you got to put, put a lot of money into it. Yeah, no, you're right about that. I wasn't sure what his contract status was at this point, you know. But no, if you have to invest a lot in there, you're 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 not going to do that. Um, you know, I you know I've I've been more of a a, a, a an advocate for our, you know our tight end uh, Gasecki. I thought, I, I, and, and you know, obviously he had the big touchdown catch. He's had some big moments. Have you come any further along to where, you know, I, I think Gusecki is certainly in the top half of tight ends in football. Don't know if I could get him in the top 10, but I guarantee you he's going to fall somewhere around the 10 to 12 mark if I can. <laughs> yeah. And I think I can. I no? That's a no from you? Yeah. Is that a hard no? Yeah. Is that a hard yeah, no a hard from no. you? You're still, a hard no. you're still, still not into him at all, huh? No. I mean, I no. see, I see a lot, I see a lot more uh, production from him, and I think he's really getting better and better. 
There have been a couple games, primarily the two games up in uh, up in New Jersey against the Jets and Giants. He disappeared, but um, you know, he, he before that the Philly game and this game, you know, he, he yeah, you know he's he got his have... moments. You know, he's got his moments, but like, look, you know. He's not. I don't think like you. I think you had him too high. I think you had him as what the top ten or something. I don't think he's that. I mean, yeah, I don't get there I, at some point, but I don't think he's in the top ten. Off the top of my head, I would probably put him somewhere like between nine and twelve. That's where I'm just in. The, yeah. I didn't go through them all or nothing like that. Um, but yeah, I mean that's probably somewhere where I would have him, and I still think I do. And uh, you know, uh, 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 but uh, I mean, is he anywhere near Kittle? No. You know, is 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 he anywhere? You know, uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of the great tight ends have gotten older. You know, so it's not fair to say, well, is Greg Olson better? Is Witten better? You know, these guys are like on the verge of almost retiring, right? Some of them did. Well, I Whitten think I did, think both you know? of them are going to retire. I think both of them are gone. Right. Don't you believe? Right. So you know. so when you yeah yeah I mean so if you calculate that, I really think I, I don't think you'll be able to get him out of the top ten. See, I think when you, you know, I think you still have this conception of some of these great tight ends that, you know, they're all gone now. The Gronkowskis are gone. You know, I guess, uh, you know. Well, you got, uh, the, Graham, you got the, uh, the Urshes. You got the Urshes of the world. You got the, uh, what's what's the Kansas City guy, the uh, the Irish guy. You got him. For, for sure. You got, um, yeah, you got sure, Kittle. For sure, yeah. You know, there's yeah. guys that are just in a different league, you know. Kelsey, is that who you're saying? Kelsey, is Kelsey. that who you're thinking of? Yeah, Kelsey, yeah. Yes. You got three Kelsey, guys that are in the league. Yeah, those guys are, sure, that's what I'm saying. Like, those yeah. are those are the best tight ends in football. You know, the Ertzes, yeah. the Kelseys, the Kittles, you know, and there's a couple more yeah. that, you know, I don't know, where's Graham? Like, where, what what has he been doing out there? I mean, is he, I don't even know. Nah, he's I don't a shell of what he used to be. He's not, he's not what he used right. to be. right. Not so, close. yeah, once you get through the, you know, the greats, which is, you're lucky if you got five of them, you know, I, I think there's a big drop off. So, um, you know, so there's that. Uh, and, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of uh, young talent that, you know, you'll see where it starts to come into fruition as they move forward, you know, and do something like that. Um, but there's certainly promising things, you know, one of the things, and uh, oh, 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 and by the way, I must point out my son naming all week with the two of us, you know, uh, seeing that victory up in New England. I, I got to admit, I didn't see it coming. I really didn't think they were going to beat him. He picked that. He's seen that for a week. He's been harassing us. You know, so kudos to him. I really didn't see it. I'm still very surprised by it, especially with a game that was so, you know, uh, meaningful for Brady and Belichick. I mean, it was a very meaningful game, and it's probably going to cost them I would think, you know, their season. Um, you know, I, I can't never say they're dead because that team revives itself when you think they are. But, you know, they certainly got a much tougher path now. They, their path is very hard. I didn't think they were that good all year. I mean, obviously they blew us out the first week. I, I thought there's a lot of problems with this team going into the year. You know, Brady has aged. I mean, I think you could see that. They miss Gronkowski like crazy. Uh, this defense they had like the '85 Bears, which was never the case. I mean, I, I don't, no. I don't understand how that comparison even started. They're out of their minds. I mean, you know, they had a very easy schedule the first nine weeks, and everybody fell into the trap. So yeah. you know, look, 
you know, I, I know you can't count them out. It's like Michael Myers. You got to stick that, you know, that, uh, that, you know, the, that coat hanger way into the eye to get them to, ki- to kill them. <laughs> they keep getting up. Atta boy. Atta boy. <laughs> Last break. We'll be right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Trying to get my courage up There was this long, lovely dancer in a little club downtown Loved to watch her do her stuff Through the long, lonely night She filled my sleep Body softly swaying to that smoky beat down on Main Street. Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pat and Rich as we come to the final stretch. In our third part, there's a little segment uh, that we're going to start, and it's called uh, Around the League, I think, and, then, and going into 2020, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll probably uh, work on this a bit. But uh, So, obviously, this is, uh, you know, we're entering, like, playoff time and things, so a lot of things have went on. Uh, so, let's address some of them in, in the third part. Um, now, all the playoff spots are, are picked. And uh, it ended last night, and and, and you you got to admit, Rich, that that game was just absolutely crazy. And you went from having a number one seed and a bye to yeah. right by literally like an inch. I, 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 if that, I mean, that was so crazy. close to being a touchdown. Yep. To, that would have brought them to the number five seed, and probably. Uh, probably ended their Super Bowl dreams, I would think. I don't think San Francisco would be able to recover getting that five seed and then going to the Super Bowl. 
You know, it's just, it's no, just no such way. a different no thing. Yep. And the one thing I'll first hey. say about it, Rich, is that yeah, I just really quick. The one thing I would say is, uh, you know, in all honesty, San Francisco is the best team in the, in the NFC, I think, but they're certainly the best team in that division. So they deserve to win that. You know, they really did deserve it. They dominated all year, you know, so it would have been a shame to see them lose it like that. What do you think about the, the non-call in the end zone on third down? Well, here's a weird thing. This is what I wanted to ask you. I heard this today. Well, actually, I heard it yesterday. Chris Rose reported on the after show, right? He said that the Seahawks did not ask for a review of the interference call inside of the two minutes. Now, obviously, that's a, the referee's discretion, and that confuses me you know, to no end. For that. I agree. That's what you can't ask I for never that. heard, and he was saying it as if that was what the NFL had reported because he's on NFL Network, and he had specifically said that they did not ask for it. Now, everything is well, supposed to be under review. So am I to believe now that you have to bring it up? Like, that doesn't make any sense. No, it makes no sense because that's like you could almost be like taking a, a timeout that you don't have if you're asking for that. There's no yeah, way you can ask yeah. for that. You can't have I, them. I don't buy yeah, that. exactly. No, that, that that's ridiculous. That's that's totally ridiculous. But don't you and, think and, they should have reviewed that? Sure, I do. I I mean, I mean, it, absolutely. It was kinda, was... I mean, look, I I think you know, look, that's like to me, that's the same thing that they don't call on a hail mary to me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know if mm-hmm. you can, if it's not called on the field, I don't think you could go to the booth and call that. Uh, I, I don't agree with that. It's not like the Saints game where the guy just got like you know before the ball's there, the guy didn't put his head in his stomach and knock him to the sidelines. It's a different right. kind of play. I don't, right. I don't, I don't know. Do you want to watch football that's that's decided on a on a, a booth review uh, like that? No, I don't. Have, I don't. So a bit of a problem with that, you know. I agree. I agree. But it is still, um, you know, a little bit strange because there was a lot of time in between there, and obviously. Yeah. You know, they had a they had a delay of game, you know, so they didn't manage, like, their time as, as good. I think that was a huge pe- no. penalty that they took. Because they were, they were going to put Lynch in to run the ball, and he jumped over the first time so easily. So you, you figure they get in unless Carroll plays. <laughs> then you never know with Pete Carroll. You <laughs> never know. do with the goal line. You know? Right. But it certainly seemed like he was all excited to make up for his Super Bowl call and let Lynch do his thing. And then that uh, delay of game was just, oh, really disheartening for the Seahawks, right? Because it changed everything and then ultimately brought up this penalty and non-penalty, like you said. Uh, There was enough time for them to review it, but they didn't review it, right? At least they didn't say they did. Um, And I think they were afraid that. They never tell you if they do or not. I don't, you know, I don't like that either, you know. I, right. I just don't like the secretive nature of this league when it comes to this crap, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, mean, look, the one – we, we, we should did. have another win. We should have another win with that dopey review that we got yeah. screwed on in New York, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, and I agree. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think that there's kind of this uh, – they kind of put themselves in a little bit of a snafu with this, in, uh, with this uh, um, interference. They really did, and we've talked about it a bunch of times. And I they're think they're this is a worst enemies. example. 
they, they create are. more problems than they solve. I mean, what what we don't even know what a catch is. They have experts that used to be refs that can't explain to you what a catch is. They can't even right. give you. They don't even. They can't even predict what they're gonna what they're gonna rule in the booth. It's insane. Now, if if we can't figure it out and ex refs can't figure it out, <laughs> who knows what's going on here? It's crazy. True. They made it so damn complicated, and it doesn't have to be like that. But, Rich, there's a big problem here because, like, in the last game, they had that many issues come up, right? And now you're talking about a rule that was put in place. It was put in place for the playoffs and because of what happened in New Orleans. And, you know, my feeling is that although that was like a heinous missed call, which I get, I think you're almost better off just having that go and saying, listen, if we missed it, it's a fluke call, it's going to happen, then opening up this can of worms. And I think that they were looking at each other saying, oh, my goodness, what do we do now? Because this is probably, if we review it, it's it's, it's probably a pass interference call. But you know, did you see? Did you see the one? You know, I I can't remember what I can't remember what play it was yesterday because I you know, I watched so many games after after the one o'clockers. There there was a play where the guy was running down the sidelines, and it almost looked like he stepped out. And they showed it, and he's got a white shoe on, and it looks like it's almost touching the line. Yeah, it was and then close. They uh, went to the booth the, and they reviewed that he didn't, but they never showed it again. I've since seen a blow up of that, Rich. I've since seen that, and they have it now blown up as close as you can get. And uh, and, in fact, Chris Collins did it. Yeah, and I guess they didn't have it at that time or whatever. They want to avoid it. But Chris Collins was addressed that. In the opening uh, there, and it's the kind of thing he, where you he can make an argument like that. I see white, uh, and you can make an argument that I don't see it. You know, yeah. it's like it was like right there, right on that line. I forget what game it was too. I don't know if it was Kansas City, maybe. I right? can still hear Collinsworth talking. Well, you know, uh, you can be critical of him, you cannot, but you know, so he, he does bring things to the table sometimes. I mean. You either gonna love Collinsworth or you're gonna hate him. You're not a fan. When you bring obviously. everything to the table and you never shut up, of course he's gonna bring something that you're interested in once in a while. The man never stops. Well, irregardless of what I'm you're trying to say, talk about not letting. He, he never lets the game breathe. The game. You don't need Collinsworth talking the whole game. It's just like take a deep breath once in a while. I got you. I wasn't really defending Collins, but I'm just telling you he brought up the issue. Yeah, you were a little bit. Addressed. You were a little bit. You were. Well, you, you said people like him. Bring, <laughs> he brings to the table. <laughs> you were defending <laughs> him a little bit. <laughs> I'm defending him a little bit. A little bit. You got a little. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm more of a fan of his than you are. I think he's much better than than you or Mad Dog Russo. Give him credit for. Well, everybody's a fan of him more than me because I can't stand him. I know. I know you don't like him at all. <laughs> and, and yes, he did fumble in the 81 Super Bowl around the 10-yard line, inside the 10, I believe. <laughs> and dropped about seven passes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's not a good day for him. Um, but, uh, you know, Rich, it's going to be interesting to see how this carries on now with the playoffs starting because I've already not liked what they're doing with the reviews and stuff, and now with this pass. I really am concerned with this pass interference on the Bucks. 
I think it's not going to be good. The no, review of it. Something. I really do. You know, they're going to get something. You know that. Something's going to happen that we're yeah. not going to like. Yeah. 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 That might There's be no the only question. positive of us not being in the playoffs is that it won't come back and, and affect us again. But, um, yeah, there's definitely going to be something. Oh, it will somehow. Even not being in the playoffs, we're still going to get screwed. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably Absolutely. right, Rich. You're probably right. <laughs> You're probably right. Okay. As we come to the home stretch, I just wanted to address the NFL announced their final people for the 100th greatest team of all time by positions. They did quarterbacks finally a much-rumored thing which we talked about. And the 10th and final quarterback, not in any order per se, but the last one that they announced and the final uh, player on the all-time team was Dan Marino. And normally you say, oh, whatever, it's another list. This is not just another list. It's not. Because, you know, we both know they did the 75th. That was a pretty big deal. But now this is the 100th, yep. okay? And uh, when they announced Marino, um, I, I think that that was, in my opinion, and hear me out on this, Rich, I think that that was the best redemption and the best accolade that Dan Marino has ever received in his entire career. And I think it's even bigger than the Hall of Fame induction. And the reason why I say that is because Dan Marino was a Hall of Famer. There was never any question mark to that. Okay? Dan Fouts is in the Hall of Fame. This point, Right? So you knew he was going there. But there's always the argument on where this man falls as far as his legacy and his greatness. And we have always known that Dan Marino is as good as it gets. He can be argued as the greatest. But he's got the flaw of not winning a championship. And it's a stigma that has carried him through. And, you know, and it just we have to deal with it being, you know, who we are as much, you know, as anybody else outside of it. And, and so you could just imagine, you know, from that perspective. So him being named on this list uh, of greats, um, this will go for all time now because, you know, it's the 100. You know, they could do a 125. Well, that doesn't mean nothing. Like, this is the one. This is the century, Mark Rich. This is the biggest list you'll ever have. And in 100 years of the NFL, Dan Marino is, is so named. You, you're trying as, to say you know, we're not going to be around for the 200th year? Well, I don't believe we will. I don't believe I want to. But at that point, I think, it's, I, I think it doesn't matter at that point. How's that? Um, but, yeah, so, so, so in all seriousness, though, so, um, I just think it's, you know, this was, this was big. This was big. Ironically, you know, the, the 72 Dolphins got a little bit slighted on this, you know. Uh, Shula and Warfield only named, um, you know, and it's ironic that there's two Dolphins from the 84 <laughs> Super Bowl team on there, you know. Uh, so, but you know what? I, I can't believe I'm saying it, but, you know, they, I think they got it right. I really do. I've done this list a million times, and – I really think they got it right. Now, I know you don't like the far pick, and, and that bothers you a lot. And, and you know, I, I can see where you're coming from with Favre. You know, he, he's the guy that I could certainly take off and do that. But I can live with it, especially, you know, with having Danny on there. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, 
it, yeah, Larry Little it, it's should okay be on this me. list too, though. Larry Little was a gigantic snub. I, 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 no I got a big it. problem with Larry Little. Yeah, I, I think he's the probably the greatest guard that ever lived, and how he's not on this list you know, is just ridiculous. And ironically, though, ironically, all the Dolphin fans and all the complaints, I thought he would be the guy because I think he is the biggest snub. But I, 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 Zonka is the guy that they're all going crazy about that he wasn't on the list. And I could see that argument, too. I think they did Well, because they know, didn't kind do of fullbacks. They just did running backs, right? They didn't. They didn't, yeah. And so that definitely hurt the power backs. There's no doubt about it. It really did. It hurt him by not yep. doing that. But, uh, you know, quarterback Sammy Ball, Brady, L.A., Marino, Favre, Otto Graham, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Starback, and Unitas. And, uh, you know, you could make an argument, I guess, for maybe like a Drew Brees or Bradshaw. But, you know, I'm, I'm pretty content with that list. I think that that falls uh, kind of in line where I've always been with it, you know. And I've, I've done it a, a many, many times, you know. So, uh so there's that, Rich. That's my two cents on it. <laughs> I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> okay. I certainly am. And before we go, let me just say the uh the playoff schedule's out. So um I'll tell everybody at home the, hey, how uh, weird is this? Saturday. How weird is the playoff schedule with the AFC playing yeah. Saturday and the NFC playing Sunday? How how bizarre is that? Yeah, no, that is it's strange. I don't ever remember it being like that. But um it's never Saturday been that way. Never been, right? Yeah, Saturday, Saturday Buffalo, Buffalo yeah. at the Texas. Guys, I promise you I'm going to tell you the schedule as soon as Rich lets me. Oh, <laughs> Buffalo <gosh>. at Houston. <laughs> Buffalo at Houston, 435. That's the first game on Saturday. And then Tennessee goes to New England for the night game on Saturday. And uh, Sunday, Minnesota at New Orleans, 1 o'clock. Seattle at Philly, 4 o'clock. 440, actually. Um, so wh- why do you think they did it like that, Rich? Is I don't any, know. Like, I don't, you it got doesn't any make any reasoning? sense to me. No, and what's what's the what's the stations that have it? Uh, the is, Buffalo is at CBS Houston Fox or is, is 435. I'm trying to tell you. Buffalo at Houston is 435 on ESPN. Tennessee at New England is 815 on CBS. Then on okay. Sunday, Minnesota is at New Orleans at 1 o'clock on Fox. And Seattle is at Philly at 440 on NBC. NBC. So it's ESPN, yeah. CBS, Fox, and then NBC. They split them all up, four different ones. I guess that has so four something different to networks. do with it. That's got something to do with it, but it's still bizarre how they did two AFCs and two NFCs like that. You know, that's very weird. Yeah, it, it is. I, if I had to take a guess, I would say CBS somehow fought and said, we want the Patriots on Saturday night, right? That's got to be where it yeah, starts, you right? Think. Yeah. And then I guess if or you have the Patriots that. Patriots wanted to freeze out Tennessee as cold as it could be. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't help. You're right. So, yeah, you're, you're right. Um, so then I guess <laughs> the ESPN's got a game, and uh, it was just a matter of which one they were going to get. But uh, NBC has the NFC game, so that's strange, you know. It is strange. Can't really, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think we're, I think we're kind of close to the why it's why it is, but uh, it's still a little weird, like you said, you know. 
Well, I, I again, I, I love how they do this stuff. They just throw it out there. They never give you any kind of explanation. It just that's you know, you know, yeah. they never yeah. tell you what the real reason is. And even if they did tell you something, <laughs> you couldn't believe it the way they are. You know, I know they don't even give you the nonsense excuse anymore. Now it's like yeah. you know, so no, they just they just get, they just like this is the way it's always been. Yeah, no, it hasn't been. <laughs> Same with Antonio Brown, right? Before we go, uh, you got uh, 20 seconds here. Isn't it kind of strange, like you said, with Antonio Brown? They never really gave an answer to the Saints, right? No, they basically said he's still under investigation. So I guess that's a no. <laughs> I guess that's a no. <laughs> Take it as it comes. All right. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, it's everybody. <laughs> We'll see you next week. We don't have time for Rich's picks, but uh, you know maybe that's for the better. <laughs> I can do it in four. I can do it in four seconds. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. You got it. Go ahead. Is, is, Tennessee, Texans. Tennessee, the Texans, the Saints. What's the other game Sunday? Oh, you're picking Tennessee. Yeah, I'm picking Tennessee. Yeah. You taking Tennessee over New England? Yeah, the Saints. Yeah. Okay. And I'm and I'm. I'll tell you something. I like Philly too. There you go. You've heard it right here, my friends. <laughs> Send yep. your questions and comments. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll Don't see blow you next week. Yeah, right, Rich. <laughs> 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 Took a look down a westbound road right away. I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing.